I wanted to add a quick pre-roll to all episodes to tell you about a live in-person event I am running on Friday the 28th of June in Barnes, Southwest London. It's called Dare Greatly in the Coaching Arena. Together we will get hyper-focused on your most effective two to three personal strategies to propel your business forward. You will stop overanalyzing and second-guessing when you meet your new business besties to brainstorm, support, and problem-solve with. You will leave having outlined your vision and strategy with a newfound sense of connection and focus. I haven't gone into detail as to exactly what we're going to cover on the day yet, so I have opened up a waitlist to ask for the greatest themes coming up right now, and then I will build the event around that. So you can join the waitlist. The link is in the show notes just for the next week or so. There is a special offer of £97 for the full day, including lunch and everything, only for those on the waitlist. So if you are interested in hearing more with no commitment at all at this stage until I fully confirm the agenda, then do sign up for the waitlist this week. You will find the link in the show notes to the waitlist and sign up now. I don't do live events often and I can't wait to meet you. Hello and welcome to Women in the Coaching Arena podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Jo Lott, a business mentor and ICF accredited coach, and I'm on a mission to help brilliant coaches build brilliant coaching businesses. In this podcast, I'll be sharing honest, not hype, practical and emotional tools to support you to make the difference that you're here for. Hello, happy International Coaching Week. I am so excited about this episode because what more could we do than help more people get coached? So this episode is in celebration of the power and impact of professional coaching and I would love to invite you to go all in on getting new coaching clients in the next two weeks so we can spread that power of coaching far and wide. So today I will talk through four simple steps and I will also be sharing 13 different ways of getting a client. So it really is step by step and this really can work for you. So I cannot wait to get started. The first step is to set the intention. What I noticed from working with lots of wonderful coaches is that we don't always think in our mind about earning a certain amount of money or signing an actual client. And as we know, what you focus on grows. So if you are currently resisting that goal because, you know, what if you don't hit that goal? What if you don't get the client? Anything like that, if that's going on for you right now, today I invite you to go all in and set the intention. So how much money would you like to earn in the next two weeks from your coaching? If it's not the money that is your driver, and I think, to be honest, I don't think money is anyone's driver, but it does help you survive. But if that doesn't float your boat, then just set an amount of clients or just think, I just want to get one client in the next two weeks. So what is your intention? Do set that now. And I invite you to write it down. So do pause this episode if you would like to and write down something like, I would like to make this much money or sign this many clients by 
this exact date. Be specific here. I would like to make £2,000 by the 18th of May. Write down now what it is that you want to go for. And now what I'd love you to do is make it as tangible as possible. So for example, I work term time only, which is amazing, but at the same time, sometimes taking half of April off, for example, for Easter, which I did, is kind of a little bit unnerving when you are a self-employed person and you want some income. So I decided when I was on my Easter holidays to set myself a really specific goal to buy a new front door, which is £2,000 because I've had a quote a while back, but I hadn't proceeded. And I would like to earn £2,000 in the next two weeks to buy a new front door and it's going to be this country green color and really feel into what it will feel like when you have that thing that you want or that experience that you want. Because again, I'm not at all material driven, but what I do love is spending time with my clients. So to be able to, for example, take them somewhere and spoil them for the day would make me so, so happy. So what I need to do to keep driving me forward in my business is think about what I would love to do for other people with that money, other than the front door, which I really do want because I hate my white PVC front door with this weird letterbox down the bottom and it's just so, so ugly and it needs to go. So yeah, what I'm pleased to share though is my intention worked and so the new front door has been ordered. I did earn more than my £2,000 that I wanted actually in that two weeks but it was all down to what I'm going to share with you today. Actually setting that intention rather than me thinking, forget it, I'm on Easter holidays, there's nothing I can do right now or even when I get back, I'll be so busy catching up. I literally can't drive sales right now. I just need to catch up on my email, for example, is what I could have been thinking if I hadn't have set this intention. So it is a super powerful thing to do. So what would you like to buy or do with that money you are going to make in the next two weeks? Okay, so our second step is to really feel into it. So we did this a little bit in the last step, but I really want you to now imagine this actually happening. So imagine receiving a message from them saying, I would love to book a call with you. Then imagine leading up to that call, how are you feeling prior? Are you excited? Are you looking forward to talking to them? Imagine connecting with them so, so well on that call and them saying, how can I work with you? How much is it? Eager for all of the details. Imagine them saying, yes, I cannot wait to do this. When can I start? Imagine hanging up that phone, dancing around your kitchen, telling everybody that this is so, so exciting. Really, really feel into what that actually looks like. It's easy to skip these type of steps but it really, really does make a huge difference and you get drawn towards things when you paint that picture and it will inspire you to take action that you wouldn't take without that vision. So do think about all of those things and paint the picture for yourself. So our third step, and this is the big one, is set the strategy. So there is no one size fits all here. I'm going to share 
13 different ways that you could do this that are highly converting so you walk away with new clients in your coaching business over the next two weeks. So the first way is to tell everyone you know exactly what you do. And this one you may think, well, that's fine. Everybody knows I'm a coach. But what I mean is really, really specifically and using a question. So for example, I had a client who started recently and she said, I've done all that. Thanks. Like that, that job is done. But this is not a once done, forget about thing to do. It's a permanent strategy you can use in your business. And it's about being super, super specific and Firstly, giving value, showing that you care about that person. So, hi, John, I haven't seen you since seeing your sister's wedding photos on Facebook or something that shows that you actually care what they're doing and who they are. And then say really specifically, and this is why niching helps and having a clear offer helps, because then you can say, I help new managers get into a leadership role and absolutely thrive and get over that awkward bit from being promoted from a peer level to being the manager of the team. Do you know of anyone in this situation you could send my way? I would be super grateful. So using a question really helps, question mark, so they actually can't just ignore it like most people that I've seen are hi everyone, I'm a coach. If you know anyone that needs my help, please send them my way. And they scroll on by, even if it's an email and you gain no response. So it's about really pouring your love and attention into these messages so people really know exactly how they can help you because people do love to help. So that is the first one. Moving on to Opportunity two, again, you do not have to do all of these. Please don't do all of them or you'll be absolutely exhausted, but do choose the ones that feel right for you. So the second one is put a proof-based post out with a direct call to action. So the easiest thing for you to do if you have any type of social media following is to share a client story. So a video is amazing, but if you can't gain a video from your ideal client sharing their story, then just write up their testimonial. So where were you before working together? Where are you now as a result of working with each other? And thirdly, what was your experience with me like and who would you recommend come work with me? So those are the key three things you want to be focusing on with your case studies versus testimonials which no one cares no one cares how much of a lovely person you are all they care about is what's in it for me and being able to emotionally see someone else's story and perhaps see themselves in that story and start to believe that if you help that person maybe you could help them too so I share a full framework for gaining great case studies in my business of coaching program but focus on those three elements and that will serve you well and the vital piece here if you want to get inquiries quickly is to finish the post with a very direct call to action so this can feel really nerve-wracking but it really does work so something like if you want to have these type of results that this person had 
Or if you can be even more specific, so for example, if you want to walk into your manager's office and ask for a pay rise in the next 90 days, then DM me the word interested and I'll send you the details. So for example, if that was the experience that your client had, then you can confidently say, if you want to have a result like this and really paint that picture for them to compel them into action. So the third way is an education post, but refer to a real person throughout your story. So instead of, for example, three ways to have a difficult conversation at work, you might want to say the first way is to think about the outcome you want. The second way is imagine it going well. And for example, my client Emma did this really well when she was nervous about having a conversation with her team member. And she implemented this step and it went really well. And this is what happened, for example. So anything you can do to pull in real people's results will really make it a way more highly converting post that will compel people into action. So the fourth way is to share your own story where you can become both relatable and remarkable in the same story. So often you are living the life that your ideal client wants to live as well. So do share your story on an emotional level. Use a photo of you because that always gets way more engagement. Because like the saying goes, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So the fifth way is to share your lead magnet if you have one already. This is something I teach in my program. So it's a free PDF, for example, that gets people on your email list, which is a really highly converting thing to build up in your business. And it's just like that extra stepping stone from there at the bottom of the step. They've taken one step up to read your social media post. They could take a second step up by saying, yes, I like this person enough to sign up and give them my email address. So it just helps them to take one step closer towards you and then you can nurture them on your email list. But the key to make this more highly converting is, for example, to have a call to action on your thank you page of book a call and also to insert a really short conversation starter in your second email. So something that gets them to reply to you quickly so you can build that conversation and that relationship at the point that they have said, yes, I have the problem that you solve because they've opted into your lead magnet. So this is why this is a really important strategy. So the fifth way is to do a poll. So people who vote in your poll will probably be your most engaged audience who are seeing your posts. And if you wanted to, you could message them afterwards saying thanks for their engagement. And you could always ask them for more information on their response in the poll if you wanted to. So again, it's just a great way to build relationships because it's relationships that build your business. So the seventh way is to think about what's worked for you before. We can often jump from strategy to strategy and have shiny object syndrome and think, well, that went well, and then what else can I try? Rather than thinking, that went well, I'm going to do that every single month. So stop for a moment and ask yourself, where have the majority of my clients come from? And if you haven't gained many clients yet, then think about what you are brilliant at. What are your strengths? Are you great at in-person stuff? Are you great at public speaking? 
Are you great at writing blog posts? Are you great at talking, like for example, on a podcast? What is your strength and how can you utilize that to gain clients? So the eighth way is to get out in person. It's all too easy to stay behind your computer screen and meeting people in person will hugely fast track your no like and trust factor and people need to know like and trust you to buy from you so is there a networking event or some event you can speak at in the next two weeks the ninth way is to hold a webinar or a free challenge a free challenge might be slightly pushing it. It does take a lot of organization. I have run one before myself and actually I wouldn't mind doing another one because I absolutely loved it, but it was full on. So what I often do is hold a free webinar or free workshop, I call it, because it's not really a webinar where I'm just talking. I am hoping that they'll leave with real concrete actions in place. So it's a really great way of inviting them to take that extra step towards you and get to know you, but in a less intense way than perhaps a discovery call, which can be really nerve wracking when you're talking to someone one on one versus just attending a workshop or webinar. So the 10th way is a one time opportunity. So share a really direct post, sharing a one-off opportunity to work with you. So the problem with coaching is that people can put it off forever because there is no deadline if it's something that you offer all year round like one-to-one coaching. So what I would recommend is to package it up into a one-off spring special or one-off get ready for summer special, some way of helping people to future pace and think, oh, okay, so by summer, this is where I would be. So that's a really powerful thing to do, actually future pacing. And I'm going to do another episode about that. But one of my clients used this recently and she filled her first group coaching program just from using this strategy. So it's about being really specific, really deadline driven, really numbers driven of like, this is exactly what's happening. Would you like more details? I recommended when my client did this that she has an email list. So she emailed her email list 24 hours before this was going out on social media. So that really drove action because she said, I thought of you to say unconverted inquiries from the past. I thought of you and I've got this one-off opportunity for this many people and I'll be sharing this on my social media tomorrow. So I wanted to share it with you first in case you are interested. And she literally had people going, gosh, thank you so much for thinking about me. Yes, please. Because they're again worried that then the next day it goes on social media. So they want to reserve their space. So it just helps them to think, right, let's just make a decision about this rather than stay in indecision forever, which is what we will often do if we are able to do that on our own. And then the next day you can utilize it again by sharing on social media. So it kind of is a two-step strategy. So number 11 is to message new followers. So you may not want to be spammy and I completely get that but what you can do is welcome them and thank them for being a follower or a connection if you're using LinkedIn and the way most people get this wrong is to make it sleazy like what's your greatest challenge right now and they're like I don't even know you why would I tell you that so have a think about how you can offer them value so perhaps just like thanks for following me if you ever need anything or have a question at the moment then feel free to ask 
then you might want to send another message another time with perhaps a free training or a lead magnet in case it's helpful to them. So that is a way of being less spammy and more values driven. So number 12 is to follow up with unconverted inquiries. So if you had a call with someone recently, then send them an email and say, how are you getting on with that challenge? So whatever that challenge is, be really specific. You know, are you still looking for help with solving that challenge? Anything you can do to be really direct and help them to see, do you know what? Yeah, I, I'm not doing anything and nothing's happened. Nothing's changed at all. And I did this just this week because again, what worked really well for me is I know I wanted to hire someone to help me in my business. I spoke to her on Friday. I really wanted her help. But I thought, can I really afford to hire this person? Like it's a massive chunk of my income every single month. So I thought, okay, if I can get two sales, then I know I can pay her for three months without even thinking about the return on investment at this moment. So I emailed people that I had previously spoken to who were undecided and luckily I got my two yeses last week. So now I can hire this person, get some help in my business and I'm super excited. So just like I shared with you at the beginning with the new front door, it really can help of like, what am I going to use this money for? And then it can help it feel real enough to actually do something that really you probably don't like doing. I don't particularly like following up with people. I think if they were interested, they would have probably messaged me. But just shows that actually sometimes people need that prompt, that reminder that you care and you're wondering where they are at with their challenge. So we are almost there. 13 is give value. So comment on others' posts with a thoughtful comment. Serve really freely in Facebook groups with value, not with spammy message me stuff, but just keep leading with value. Think about how you can make a change. I think the more we focus on other people and how we can help them and the less we focus on ourselves and what everyone thinks of us, then the happier lives we will all live. So do think, how can you give value today? So they are the 13 ways off the top of my head, how you can get clients in the next two weeks. There are many, many more ways. And actually, if you go to my website, Joanna Lott Coaching, which is Joanna with an A and Lott with two T's, and I have a document there, you'll see straight away 12 ways to get new clients. And I think there's loads on there that I haven't mentioned here. So it would be well worth you heading to joannalotcoaching.com and downloading that 12 ways for more ideas. Do head there now. So we are at our fourth step. So this one is be all in. So don't back up if you don't get a response on your day one post. Every tiny thing you do is stepping stones closer to you. People need to see things at least six times to make a decision as to whether it's right for them. And bearing in mind, most of us aren't selling our service every single time. So actually, that's quite a long period of time. People will need to see your thing to be able to be in the position to answer whether this is the right solution for them. So keep asking yourself, what do they need to know from me to make a decision to buy and produce more based on that. Keep going. Don't give up. Successful people hang on when everyone else has let go. I absolutely love that quote. And it is so, so true. 
So keep asking yourself solution-based questions like, how can I get in front of hundreds of people over the next two weeks to give me the clients I need? And even better, think of them. Think of your ideal client stuck out there in indecision, wasting years of their life. So they are stuck with this problem that you can help them with and they are alone and feeling frustrated and lonely and like no one understands. So what can you do to get in front of them, to show them with radical empathy that you get where they're at and how you can help them. So have fun with it. I will share a picture of my new front door when it's installed. And if you don't hit your goal, know that you will be going to bed knowing that you've thrown everything at it. You'll be ready to go again next month and you will reap those rewards in the future. And do bear in mind that the average buyer journey for coaching is six months. So from them coming across you on social media, say, to actually purchasing is on average six months. So yes, some people might see that one post and contact you immediately, but others will know you for years before coming to work with you. So this is about being out of your comfort zone for two weeks, believe in the process and go for it. So let me summarize today's episode. I know it was a super intensive one and you may need to re-listen to it because there was a lot going on. But happy International Coaching Week and please do go get a client as soon as possible. Let's share the power of coaching far and wide so I can't wait to hear what comes out of this episode for you. The first point I made is to set the intention, set the amount of money or the amount of clients you want to make in, for example, the next two weeks. Second, feel into it, really imagine and let yourself go there with what it will feel like, look like, sound like when you are in that place and that person says yes. Thirdly, set your strategy. So I outlined 13 different things you could do. And there are many, many more. Do use your imagination. But the 13 ways for ease are one, tell everyone you know exactly what you do. Two, put out a proof-based post with a very direct call to action. Three, an education post, but referring to a real person's story throughout. Four, share your own story where you can become both relatable and remarkable in the same story. Five, share your lead magnet if you have one set up and put a direct call to action on the thank you page and create a really short nine word email to prompt a quick response. Six, do a poll. Seven, focus on what's worked for you before and do more of that. Eight, get out in person. It's way quicker than online marketing. Nine, do a webinar or a challenge. 10, create a one-time opportunity post to focus on perhaps a time of year or a limited number of spots for your coaching. That is a one-time thing. 11, DM new followers. 12, follow up with unconverted inquiries. And 13, give value. And the fourth step in our process was be all in. So for example, if no one responds to your first post, try not to think no one's buying, this is completely pointless. Just keep going. Successful people hang on when everyone else has let go. 
Let me know if you get a client. I cannot wait to hear your success story. And thank you if you've messaged me so far to say that this podcast is helpful to you. It takes a lot of time and energy to create each episode. So I'm hugely thankful to hear from you. And if you would be happy to click on Apple Podcasts, if that's where you listen, and scroll down and rate the podcast and leave me a review. It would make a huge difference to me and to others searching for honest support on their coaching business building journey. And like I say at the end of every episode, trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. Please come and say hi to me on LinkedIn or Instagram and let me know how you are getting on in your coaching business and how you're going to go for your dreams this year. My name on LinkedIn is Joanna Lott and handle on Instagram is at Joanna Lott Coaching. And I'll also put links in the show notes below. Let me know if you found this episode useful, share it with a friend and leave me a review and I will personally thank you for that. Thank you so much for listening. Speak soon. 